Hi, I'm Graham Wilson, the trainee school counsellor for Peterhead, and I want to welcome you to this brand new podcast, Moving Up, which is aimed at our P7 pupils that are making the transition up to the academy. What I'm hoping to achieve is to help you guys sort out and begin to deal with any worries or anxieties you might be facing over the next few months as you think about the move up to academy when you haven't really had much of a primary seven experience. So what we hope is that by learning a little bit every week from this podcast, it'll make things just that little bit easier for you when you do move up in August. Learning digital literacy skills is so important as technology develops we need to be able to understand what we're using and why, so that we can use it safely and effectively. Digital literacy is not just knowing about how to take a selfie or update Facebook or Snapchat or Twitter. Digital literacy means understanding technology, using it appropriately to enhance our lives and those around us. Miss Gregg is a principal teacher of digital literacy at Peterhead Academy and she is taking the time today to explain to us why this is such an important and integral part of our education. So today, our show is going to be about digital literacy. Now, in some ways, you are acting in a digital way just now, just by listening to this podcast. But today, we are going to be speaking to Miss Gregg, who is actually a biology teacher at Peterhead Academy, but she is also responsible for digital literacy. Now, I'm guessing that you guys will be the same as me and wondering, what is digital literacy? Ms. Greg, welcome to the podcast. Can you explain to us what digital literacy is, please? Yes, so digital literacy is all about being able to access information using digital devices. So that could be using your computer, using a tablet like an iPad, even using your phone, because most information that we get nowadays is through websites, it's through online resources you can obviously still go to libraries but most people would search for it on google before they headed down to library to find the information it seems to have the answer to everything doesn't it yes as long as we stay away from wikipedia that's what we're always told well the digital literacy classes this week have actually been looking at how you know if you can trust information and how something is useful how something is trustworthy we talk about fake news as well yeah um, and we talked about wikipedia because obviously if you don't know wikipedia anybody can edit it and um, so i could go on and write something complete nonsense and people wouldn't know so it's mm. all about learning how to trust things mm-hmm. so that's one of the things we do look at in digital literacy as well so that's interesting so we not only learn how to look up information and, and access the internet to find out information and um, we also learn how to find out if that information is correct or not and if mm-hmm. we can use it yeah we also look at things like um internet safety how to keep yourself safe online, thinking about things like password security, which websites you should trust as well, because it's it's a huge thing, the internet, um, and using computers, and it's all about keeping safe and making sure we're doing it correctly. Okay. So how would I find or how would I use digital literacy in a classroom? I'm guessing a lot of our primary sevens will have been using digital literacy without them even realising it um, throughout the course of their time at primary school. Um, give us an idea of how digital literacy would be used in our classrooms and possibly 
throughout all the different faculties mm -hmm. in the academy. So um, one thing about the academy is we now have what's called um, the Bring Your Own Device Network. So that means all our classrooms have got Wi-Fi in them and pupils can take in their own laptops, their own iPads, their own mobile phones. And when it's appropriate in the lesson, use them to access the internet. So you could be doing research on your phones, you could be doing research on computers. I often get pupils, if they're doing posters and presentations, to do them on the Chromebooks that we've got or on their iPads. Um, but we don't just use it in an actual classroom, we use it for our homework as well. So we use Microsoft Teams to set our homework. And during the lockdown when we've been working from home, we've been using it a lot for that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so we will continue to set our homework. We can upload it onto there um, so the teachers can see it straight away. We don't have to worry about leaving books in quarantine before we can mark work and you'll get feedback back straight away a lot of a lot of our young people in the primary uh, schools will have been using teams mm -hmm. likely some might be using google classroom but i think teams is the one that most people prefer to use some people have said that it gets quite confusing where to find everything i take it that when we move up here and because the academy is using teams will learn how to use it properly. Absolutely. Right now we have got digital literacy classes. Still not sure if they're going to be on your timetable for next year, um, but we have been learning how to use Teams properly. Um, the tasks that you are getting for your sort of transition work for digital literacy is all about looking through Teams and having a look at it and the work will be set on there. So you will get used to it. And if you're using, I've been doing some training with primary teachers to help the primary sevens that are doing the transitions. And a lot of them said that even with Google Classroom, it's very, very similar. And the whole thing of digital literacy is, literacy is if you can use one system, it's applying those skills and having resilience to figure out another system as well. I was wondering, how does digital literacy impact our world outside of school? Well, everything nowadays is pretty much online, as we said. If you want to apply for a job, the application will most likely be online on yeah. a website. Even if it's not, you might have to send your CV in through email. If you are wanting to do your shopping, most people now will do online shopping. They'll do click and collect. It's pretty much every part of everyday life is to do with online. And obviously there's older generations maybe don't have access to the internet and they're still working analogly I suppose but even my grandma's got an iPad and she mm -hmm. will do online shopping so it is a big part of everyone's life from as I say doing shopping to applying for jobs. Mm -hmm. Talking about grandmas I remember my grandma used to be totally against us moving online and you know nobody mm -hmm. picks up a paper and nobody can read properly or nobody reads books anymore of course we can do all that online as yeah. well can't we? Kindles um, even just reading websites, still using literacy skills and you're still reading. So. Absolutely. As I'm going around interviewing all the different faculties within the academy, they're all telling me that we're going to be putting out tasks every week on Teams. So it's really important that everybody gets to know how to use Teams. Um, and because you're one of the first people that we've interviewed, can you tell us a little bit about what this task is going to include, what it's going to look like for the boys and girls who are going to be taking part? Mm -hmm. So my task is the first one because you need to learn how to use Teams to be able to do all the tasks. So there'll be a little PowerPoint that you can go through and read the instructions and it should show you screenshots, which is little pictures of the screen and tell you how to work it. Um, and you'll then have a little short quiz to see how you've done and what you have learned. 
about it. And what that means is once you have done that PowerPoint and that little quiz in future weeks when other faculties are putting their work up, you should be finding it easier because you know a little bit more about how the team's program works. So thinking about teams, because we've spoken about teams quite a lot, um, Miss Greg, but there's other programs that will maybe be uh, introduced to and become more accustomed to as well that is within that Microsoft suite. Mm. Can you tell us a little bit about them? So yeah, depending on the tasks that your faculties set you over the coming weeks, you might have to use things like Word to write up a document, you might have to use PowerPoint or Excel, and um, even things like the quiz that I'm setting is done through Teams on a on an app called Forms. Um, that I can make little quizzes and it'll mark it for you so you can see what your grade is. And these are the programs that we'll use all through school. And even when you leave school, most workplaces would use these programs. So your learning skills now, that will do you for the rest of your life, hopefully. Mm, Okay. Um, Just before we kind of finish up, Miss Greg, what made you interested in digital literacy? What's your interest? What pulls you into digital literacy? I have always loved digital things and technology and um, even since I was at school um, I was one of the only girls in this in my year group that did IT as like computing as a subject Um, and you'll actually one of the IT teachers was my teacher when I was at school she's still here Um, and anytime I can include that in my um, jobs I have done I once my one of my favorite jobs I used to work in a pharmacy that was in charge of the robot we had a robotic dispensing unit this was in a pharmacy in Fraserburgh and it was my job to basically do online um, housekeeping and clear out the programs, the robot. And I loved that part of the job. And I just, anytime I conclude it in my teaching with little apps, little games, I just find it so fascinating because there's so much you can do mm-hmm. with technology and it's supposed to make life easier. And that is the point of digital literacy, that it should make life easier rather than harder and you shouldn't be scared of technology. Okay, perfect. Well, um one more question that I've got for you is what words of advice would you have for our primary sevens coming up to uh, academy, given that they've maybe had such a disruptive year in primary seven and they're obviously making this transition up to the academy, which is all going to be brand new. Mm-hmm. What words of advice would you have for our young people? Oh, I don't know. Um I have done this. I went to Buckinghaven Primary School and I came to this school and I'm back teaching here again. And you'll probably hear all these stories about it and it's a scary place. It is not. The staff here are lovely. So if you ever get stuck with anything, if you're ever scared of anything, ask the teachers. We are here to support you. Um, And I know it's a big scary building. There's lots of big people going about. You've gone from being the biggest in your school to suddenly the littlest, but the staff are here to help and support you. So just ask for help if you ever need it. Okay. Well, Miss Greg, thank you very much for your time today. And we look forward to getting that first task out to the young people and getting them uh, to complete it and send it back in again. So for just now, thank you very much. Not a problem. Thank you. Thank you to Miss Greg for taking the time to speak to us today. It is clear that with the advancement in technology over the years, we now live in a world that is enhanced by computers and gadgets, but it's also burdened by new stresses and worries as well. The domination of technology in our everyday lives highlights the importance of digital literacy. The digital world offers enormous benefits and advantages to everyone. However, without proper use and understanding of this technology, the digital world could become overwhelming and, in some cases, even dangerous. 11 million people in the UK are not 
digitally literate. That equates to 1 in 11, being held back in a digital world. The fact that this is core to our learning in school prepares us to be in a strong position to embrace technology as it develops. Thanks very much you guys for listening, it really means a lot and I hope this podcast is helping to fill in some of the gaps that lockdown has created with the transition to S1 from primary school. In a few weeks I'm hoping to have an Ask Me Anything show, where I'm hoping to get as many of your questions and answer them within the show. Get in touch, leave me your questions or comments and I might feature you on the show. The number is 01467 538113. Just leave a message. I won't be answering every call, but I will be listening to them all. So again, 01467 538113. Leave any questions for me about this transition to Peterhead Academy, and I'll do my best to either answer them or find out the answers for you. The contact details of this show are in the show notes, and remember to subscribe on any of your podcast providers a brand new episode delivered fresh on a Monday. So for now guys take care, stay safe be kind. See ya.